What it do, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of The Dive. In today's episode, I got something special for y'all. I got my man Denver Francis on here. This is one of my best friends. He's a real cool dude, but he's also a young black male, and which is really rare in this uh, in the area that we live in. So I definitely want to get him on the show so he can share his perspective and, and give y'all some knowledge at the same time. So what's up, bro? How you doing? Well, good, Julian. Julian, how you doing, man? I'm I'm all right, man. I'm hanging in there. I mean, but yeah, um, feel- yeah. So, Crazy uh, what'd you say? Crazy times we're living in right now, stuck at home. You know, it's, it's rough. You know, I mean, we, obviously, we just talked about it a little bit, but you know, just trying to make the best out of the situation and stay productive. Exactly. Exactly. But yeah, so the one thing I really wanted to talk to you about was just. You don't have to go super in depth. You don't has doesn't have to be super long. But if you could just briefly just talk about like your experience growing up in this area, and especially like yours is different from mine because you went to Catholic school like your whole life, right? I from um from sixth grade to twelfth grade, yeah, yeah, to, uh, yeah. So yeah. yeah, so you went you went a lot longer than I did. So I know your point of view and just like your perspective is is definitely going to be a little bit different. So if you just briefly want to talk about you know what it was like as a young black male growing up in a predominantly white area. That would be, that would be great, bro. Yeah. So, I mean, um, for the most part, it's been kind of, it's been strange, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, for example, like when you're in grade school and stuff like that, of course you'd be having history class and stuff like that. So, I mean, mm-hmm. one of the, one of the most awkward things of the, um, of the day was when you, you know, or of the year when you're, is when you're talking about slavery. And slavery. Stuff like that, you know? <laughs> you're the only black kid in the class. Yeah. So, of course, everyone's going to be, you know, oh, they talk about blacks or something like that. You know, they're going to call and look at you and stuff exactly. like that. And um, especially, yo, when we read, um, what was it? To Kill a Mockingbird. To Kill a Mockingbird. Yo, oh my God. don't get me started. Don't get me they started. They got to stop reading that book in, in I know. School. Like, <laughs> like, we can't do that, man. <laughs> oh, my yo, gosh. Um, the teacher, teacher was reading the book, right? And she's like, uh-huh. I'm going to read this book. So let me paint a picture for this. Like the whole, like whatever month or whatever, two months we were reading the book, you know, every day she was like, you know what, Um, you go read or um, you go read, you know, having kids participate in a read. Right. And then this one day she was like, okay, I'm going to read today. And we're Mm. like, okay, this is kind of strange. You know, so she's reading it and she's like, oh, and nigger. And I was like, yo, (laughs) and yo, you should have seen everybody. You should you seen you should have seen everybody. Everyone turned and looked at me, right? <laughs> and it's like, yo, that's not cool. Like, yo, you know, you as a kid, as a kid, you're like, okay, I know something's really off here, but you're not really comprehending right the severity of the situation, you know? Oh my like, gosh. It's just one of those things. And then you know, I get pulled aside after class and she's like, you know, I, I just um I just want to say like, um, I'm sorry for using that word, it's just it was it was in the book. Tomorrow <laughs> there's gonna be another one. I just want to make sure that you're okay with it. If you ever have problems, you come talk to me, something like that. This is a white woman talking to me about this. Yeah. It's and like, you're a 12-year-old kid, bro. I know, I know. I understand. Like, it's like, I understand that she's trying to, you know, she's trying to break the tension. But mm-hmm. in that attempt, it's like you're making it 10 times worse. You know what right. I mean? Like, the situation, yep. could have, the situation could have happened, and we could have forgotten about it. Right. Like, exactly. But you want exactly. to highlight it. So now yep. every day you think about this. Yep. But that's just, like, one example. But... Basically, you know, growing up um, in an area like this, um, mm-hmm. when you're younger, you don't really you don't really comprehend too much of you know racism, discrimination, and stuff like that. Right. 
But as you get older, and um, especially as a black man in this country, um, I say around like around 12, 13, and especially when um, Trayvon Martin got killed, yep. um, that whole the whole perspective kind of changed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was like, it's like, damn, I really got to, um, I really got to you know, start watching the way I move and stuff like that. You know, the people I have around me and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, you know, and even just watching the news, um, you know, today and yesterday, you know, from Monday of, um, of Floyd and George Floyd getting killed or what, I forget his name. You know, I, I don't, yeah, no, yeah, I don't want to do injustice to his name or whatever, but it's just, it's, it's outrageous. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's like, as technology keeps on going, you know, we're going to see this more and more again. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's definitely been interesting being a black man in this, in this community. Um, and it gives you, it gives you a, you know, a different outlook on things. And a lot of our white friends aren't going to ever understand that, you know, yeah. you can try to paint a picture for them, but at the same time, they're never going to really never. comprehend how it feels to be in a black, um, especially to be a black man in this country. Exactly. Yeah. Like it's, it's no joke. It's, it's not for the slight of heart in any way. And, and the big thing for me is like, they don't have to necessarily understand, but I need you to respect it. Exactly. And, and kind of just like deal and like work with me mm-hmm. and just understand that. Like, I'm not asking you to do a lot. I'm not asking you to, to go protest. I'm not asking you to go, to go do a whole lot of things to, to, to kneel or anything. I just ask you that if you hear it, if you see it, sure. I just ask you to do your, your human, you know, decency to say, hey, like, cut that out. Yeah, it's not right. You but, know? like, like you can definitely attest to this. Like you said, growing up, for the most part, we don't really understand kind of what's going on. But as you get older, you start to realize, wait, some, something's off here. Like, this, like, why am I being treated differently? Or, like, why are they, you know, acting a little bit different? Why do I feel this type of way? And I think a lot of black kids in this area, well, in, that grow up in areas like this, it's a blessing and a curse. Because I say it's a blessing and a curse because you learn because obviously your family's black. Yeah. And you learn to deal with different types of people. So you can kind of become like a is it an iguana? Yeah, I think iguanas are the ones that that uh change colors. Chameleon, right? chameleon. Yeah, chameleon, chameleon, yeah. So you kinda of become like a chameleon because you can adapt and like you can kind of change depending on the scenario and like you know who you're around. So like that's kind of dope. But at the same time, I feel like you're stripped. And you kind of don't know who you are for a good amount of time because you realize I'm not like everybody else. Mm. So there's like, I know I definitely went through, I don't know about you, but I went through a time where like, I was kind of trying to be like them. And like, I was kind of trying to be like oh, yeah. accepted by them. Of so, you know, you, you dress a little bit different. You talk a little bit different. You carry yourself in a different mm. way. And it's like, you're, you're trying to, to be accepted. But you realize you're never gonna be accepted because you're not them. Yeah, I mean, and like I feel, I think oh, no, no, you can go. I think one of the biggest things that like, um, especially listeners of this podcast got to understand is like, where Julian and I are from. We're from a, a place that's, um, I'd say like almost thirty miles out of Philadelphia, right? So mm-hmm. I mean, we still have black people around us, but the vast majority of people around us are white Mm -hmm. and we don't have that many like there's asians around us there's hispanics around us but the percentages of them are even lower than there are black people so low bro you know what i mean there's only a few places that there are um you know large populations of black people uh our area you know what i mean and like you know like what you were saying about how you know we kind of have to change ourselves um 
to it, you know, and kind of adapt to our surroundings, you know, when we're talking to white people, you know, interacting with white people and stuff like that. I think that's, you know, that was a huge thing growing up. I, I've told you that, you know, my dad told me, you know, and I spe- especially I think that if you told um, or if you ask listeners of the podcast, um, you know, what color I was without telling them I was a black man, a lot of people mm-hmm. think I'm white, right? Yeah. Me and you, they probably think we're both white. Why? Oh, yeah, for sure. Why? Because we talk, <sighs> because we talk for what, quote unquote. Oh, you know? man, I know. I mean, I hate, just, I, hate I hate that. You know, you can't talk a color, you know. You, right. there's Yes, there's cultures and stuff like that, but you also have to realize um, that, you know, we're talking like this because this, this, like, this is just how we were, um, we were yeah. brought up. My dad yeah, this told, is kind of how you talk. <laughs> yeah, my dad always told me that um, when you're talking to somebody on the phone, right, you want mm-hmm. the person to realize, you don't want that person to understand or you know, to assume the color of your skin because that person, yep. be, that, that person might be prejudiced, you know, yeah. or understand. No, um, exactly. You just want to talk to them and just, you know, just communicate clearly. If I were to get out here mm-hmm. like, yo, what's up, man? How you been, bro? You know, how you been, bro? <laughs> what's good yo, with you, yo? <laughs> yeah, some nigga down the street was trying to run a fade last night, you know what I mean? Like, like you know what I mean? Like, if I, if I were yeah. to hop on here like that, you know, people like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, people will start okay. to build, yeah, and people will start to build, you know, this assumption around exactly you know what i mean yep that's one of the biggest problems you know it, it, it's crazy it is and i think you know one of the biggest thing that's kind of a pet peeve and as, as i've gotten older it's like i think people need to understand it because i'm not even like people in the black community don't even understand this right mm-hmm. difference between african americans and blacks there's a huge difference yeah. right very big difference <laughs> it's a very yes, big difference african american is not a race. African American right. is an ethnicity. Yeah, it's an ethnicity that generally yeah. it generally refers to people that um, are descendants of enslaved um, enslaved black people who were enslaved in the United States. Right. Right. I'm not African American, for example. Right. My skin is black. That's the color. That's mm-hmm. my race. My race is right. black, but my ethnicity is Caribbean. Right? Exactly. So, and I think, like, I think, especially like when you you know, look at politics and stuff like that. You know, you have these white politicians primarily who want to all lump us together and say, oh, yeah, you know, the African-American community. No, you know, we're, we're, not, we're the same. not all the same. You know what I mean? If you, yeah. if you were to say blacks, you know, I think a lot of them are just scared to talk to us about. No, oh, no, yeah, black. they are. No, like, like saying the word black is one of the worst things you could say. Oh, God, I, I, didn't, I didn't mean to say, bro, I'm black. I, I'm not mad that you said I'm black, like. I'm black. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. It just is what it is. You know what I mean? I'm black. Yeah. You know? And and also if you were just like look at it from a broader perspective, um, and really understand, calling people African American that are not African American diminishes their ethnicity and diminishes their yeah. uniqueness. You know what I mean? It's like right. if you ask a white person or, or a Caucasian, even though you know, cauc- you know, their whole the whole history behind the word Caucasian is wrong too. But I'll right. get into that some other time. But Anyway, <laughs> Part but, two. Well, we'll get episode two. We'll get that on. Yeah. There. So, I mean, if you were to just, you know, just kind of look at, um, you know, look at white people and say, you know, what are you? They say, oh, I'm Italian. I'm, I'm Irish. You know, I'm this. I'm that. You know, naming countries, mm-hmm. you know. But if you were yep. to just look at a black person, it's like, oh, yeah, he's African-American. Right. And people, people are like, mm-hmm. oh, wait a minute. Where in Africa? There's 50 something countries in Africa. Right, so are you Ghanaian? Yep. Are you Ugandan? Are you Nigerian? Are you South African? Are you Egyptian? 
You know what I mean? It's all these different ethnicities, right? right? And that only pertains to the African-Americans. If you're actually black, you're just black, right? And you're Caribbean, and someone wants to lump you in as an African-American, it diminishes... um, diminishes your ethnicity because I could be, oh, I'm Haitian. Right. Oh, I'm, um, you know, I'm from Antigua. I'm, um, I'm Jamaican, you know? Those mm-hmm. are all things that are not necessarily African-American, you know? And right. there needs to be that, that um, there needs, it needs to be differentiated, you know? Right. But like, it's, it's not, it's not taught. Like, if I'm being honest, bro, I didn't know that until my first year of college. Oh. Because when I went to school, like, obviously, like, I mean, I, I don't know if it's just St. John's. But, like, we have a very good um, diversity. Like, I feel like the diversity there is really well. But at the same time, it's like I was around all these different black people, and I assumed everybody was black, like African-American. Yeah. No, people from Haiti, they're from... Uh, Trinidad, the, uh, you know? Yeah, yeah, Trinidad. I Like, bro, like, all the islands, people from Ghana, they're from uh, Nigeria. Like, they're from exactly. everywhere. I'm just exactly. like... Cause like there's this one thing it's like rep your flag so it's like in the beginning of the semester we'll have all the African kids and all the the Caribbean kids we all come out to like one of the uh, it's like one of the places on campus where everybody just hangs out and it's like really dope there's music there's food everybody brings their flag and everybody shows like their heritage yeah I'm just like I've never seen anything yeah. like this ever exactly and it's just like I I don't know if I ever would have seen anything like this if I if I never went to school yeah. Or like if I just never got out of this. Area. If yeah, if you if you were to like look at it though, you know, the, like this stems from the fact that the majority of you know teachers and stuff like that in, in black communities and suburbs and stuff like that, um, let me not say uh-huh. black communities, in urban communities and also in suburban communities, they are white, right? So they yeah. and they yep. they're taught to, you know to say that you know everyone's you know African if you're black you're African American if you're yep. um, if your eyes look a certain way you're Asian and stuff like that. These are yep. these are um, these are wrong assumptions. You know what I mean? Like I didn't even know right. this until um, until I took a class in, in college. But there's a difference between Latinos and Hispanics. I would have to. I'd have, yeah. yeah, yeah. I would have to. Um, I didn't know that either. Yeah, I'd have to do some more research into it. You know, to um, really understand it. But there's a difference between them. You know, and right. it's like you can't you can't just you can't just lump people together. You can't just lump. Just look at like, look at Asia for example. The biggest country. One of the biggest countries in Asia is Russia. <laughs> yeah, right. literally half half of Russia is is in yeah, Asia. Granted, bro. I mean, granted, it is like all Siberia. It's like nobody, yeah, nobody. But lives I mean, there. there's a huge, you know, there's a huge landmass that belongs to Russia. And if you were to look at, if you were to look yeah. at, like, you know, a typical Russian, you know, what do you say? What do you think of them? Oh, they're probably white, or you know, some of them right. actually look like like um, the one, especially um, more in Siberia. They look as though they're Asian. Yeah. And you can't, I mean, I just feel like, um, I feel like for the most part, though, blacks are the only ones who generally accept this. You know, it's like, like I said earlier, you know, if you're talking to a white person, oh, I'm Italian, I'm Irish, you know, and, you know, I'll show up for St. Patty's Day, or, you know, I'll show up for the mm-hmm. San Gennaro Feast in New York or whatever, you know. But blacks are all just like, you know, oh, I'm African American, you know, I'm just, is what it is. I'm, and they don't, they don't go past that. I, I feel like, as they get older, a lot of them definitely stem away from it, and they, they realize, oh, I'm not African American, I'm black. But I would only say I I can't speak to it a lot because, like I said, I don't think I knew. I mean, besides you, I didn't know anybody that was black but not African American until I got to school. 
because the only people I associated with that were black was my family. And then outside of my family were people at church and everybody from church is African-American. Yeah. So besides that, I'm not really, I'm not really going to be experienced to people that are, that aren't like me. So until like I went to school and then people actually told me, I was like, Oh, because if you didn't even tell me you weren't, I wouldn't have yeah. known. You're just assuming they're African-American. And I think, I exactly. think we gotta, you know, stem away from that ideology. You know, using like one more, like one more sure. um, quick example. Um, if you look at, like, I'm gonna say this, and it's gonna sound kind of bigoted, but if you look at Indian people, right? You know that, mm-hmm. you know that complexion of of, of um, individual, right? Mm-hmm. You can really offend somebody if they're from Pakistan and you call them Indian, and vice versa. You yeah. Know, because especially on that, yeah. I think it's the the north um, northwestern border. Right there's a lot of conflict between uh, Pakistanis and Indians on where the border should lie. Right, right. so you can really offend somebody, right? And you know, almost to the point mm-hmm. of you know calling some equivalent of calling somebody like you know the N word or something like that. Um, in the, to right. those, in the, I mean, in that um, culture and ethnicity. To, to them, you know what yeah. I mean? So, right. I feel like if things are you know if things are get to change in this country. Um, it's, you know, changing our communities and stuff like that. We have to start having a, a pride for ourselves and start saying, you know, okay, right. we're not all African Americans. We have to be able to, um, you know, understand and I and um, you know, acknowledge the uniqueness of others around us. You know, right. And one one thing I, I really love talking about because I, I'm just so passionate about it because I think every black kid should do this. And what I'm going to talk about is. I feel that every black kid that grows at a, that grows up in an area like we did needs to get out. And by that I mean you need to get out of wherever oh, yeah. you grew up. You need to go to some to some I I don't care where, but you need to get out. Hopefully to a more urban area, into a university that has a lot of mm. diversity because I think that is one of the best things that will ever I think that is low key top 3 best things that yeah. can happen to them. You need to experience because you don't feel like an outsider all the time. Yeah, you need to experience. And, and, and yeah, yeah, like it, it's it's like a a change mm-hmm. of culture. You're not the only person that looks like you. You can have friends that look like you and that understand where you're coming from. Because at some point in time, every black kid that has grown up in an area like this has had to conform. And to a certain degree, you can be as friends with as many people as you want. But at the same time, you're not going to find a lot of people that can relate to you on a level that people like you can Mm -hmm. relate to. So unless you get out, unless you experience, wow, the whole world isn't like this, you're never going to truly understand life, in my opinion. And you're never going to be able to accept like your full blackness. And like, that's one of the things I worry for a lot of kids that go to like, and like, there's nothing wrong with going to a local Mm -hmm. school, but I, I worry for kids that go to local schools because a lot of them go to places with kids that they went to high school with. And nine times out of the 10, the kids that they went to high school with aren't like them. They're yeah, just comfortable yeah. around them. So when they go to schools with them, they're going to hang out with the friends of their friends. And those friends don't look like them. So it's just a cycle and you're never going to get to where, you know, you could really you know- be. And it's just, it, it, it infuriates me because I feel like kids are getting stripped of their culture and they get they they don't really get to experience like who they really oh, you're could completely be. right you're completely right you know yeah i think personally i think those like you know how you just talked about that like that segment of people that um you know are getting stripped of um you know their ethnicity and their culture and stuff like that 
I, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not saying all of them, but I think um, if that pertains to any, you know, group of people, it it really pertains to mixed people. You know, it's especially in, yeah. our community, in like where we are in like, um, you know, our community. It's like we have mixed people. We have black people. We have white people. Like we have we have all, you know, all mm-hmm. segments, but it's not, right. you know, it's not proportionally the same. And if you look at our yeah. community and stuff like that, you have a lot of these mixed kids, you know black mom or um, white dad or vice versa, right? And Mm -hmm. they grow up around a bunch of these white kids. And so they, you know, they they have to realize something, you know, okay, they're lighter than me and you, Julian. They're lighter than the normal Mm -hmm. dark skin um, um, individual, right? But at the end of the day, if you were to, you know, make, Mm -hmm. I don't even know how how to frame this, but if at the end of the day, Blacks are more accepting society. to them than whites are going to be. Yes, like at the end of the day, society's going exactly. to see you as black. Okay, cool. It, it, even it doesn't matter how much black you have in you. If you look black, society's going to see you as black. Look at Jim Cole. Yeah. Right. Look at Simmons. Yeah. You have you have these, you have these yeah. individuals, right? Um, perhaps mm-hmm. their hair doesn't nap the same way that mine yours does. Right. But some nap in it. Right. You know what I mean? It has yeah. to happen. It. You're not the same complexion yep. as a, as a, an as an Irish person. You're not the same um, complexion right. as you know as you know a, a person from Minnesota, a white person from Minnesota, right? right? So at the end of the day, when someone looks at you, they're gonna classify you as black. And I don't care how exactly. how many white friends you have, right? How how mm-hmm. you know for however long I don't care however for however long you've grown up around white people or whatever. At, at the end of the day, if push comes to shove. You're going to be categorized as a black person, and yep. that can be, you know, beneficial in some in some communities. But for the most part, that mm-hmm. is seen, you know, negatively. It, you know, if you're negative. with a group of, if you're at a, if you're at a party, right? Say you're at a frat party or something like that. You have, you're with, mm-hmm. you know, a few of your black friends, and you're with some white friends too, and you're a mixed individual, right? If something goes down and the police pull up, mm-hmm. right? They are, you know, they're yep. more likely to lump you in with the black crowd and you know you know how that can go down yep you know yeah no nah, like keep, keep it's it just, real yeah. it's just the way it is oh it doesn't matter oh my mom's white and, you know my dad's white my sister's white it doesn't matter they don't, doesn't matter. They don't care about that doesn't matter you look black you are black and like i think like literally what you said is so you hit the nail on the head and i think that's why i'm so passionate about it because my little cousins they literally live five minutes from me and they're both mm. mixed race kids so like i know one what it was like for me so i can only imagine what it's like for them so like that's why like, i tell her i tell both of them well the one's only six so she doesn't understand but the other one is 17 so she she's she's growing up with this her whole life so like i stress to her as many times as i can like you got to realize it, it, it's sad and, and it might hurt but it's the truth like they're never gonna yeah me. so not saying that there's anything wrong with you, but you have to realize that you aren't like them, and that's okay. But you have to embrace being you. And don't always try to conform. Don't always try to straighten your hair because they make fun of your curls. Don't always try to, you know, get lighter because they, they don't like how dark your skin is. Even though mm-hmm. she's a light-skinned girl, like, the, these little microaggressions that these little kids say can be so hurtful. Like, for me, bro, oh, my goodness. I strictly remember my sophomore year at high school. We were in, um, it was like media, it was media something, and they turned the lights uh, out. Uh, and every black kid, a, a, every every black kid has yeah. gone through this. That's that's in a way. Even, Where's Julian? And like it's it, it, 
where's Julian? I'm like, why would you? And yeah. kids laugh. Do you know how that makes yeah, a person especially if you're the feel? only black kid there. Oh, oh you're, you're the only black kid there. And I'm like, what? So then I'm thinking like, I'm one, I'm super dark. And, and two, like, I think it's important to let people know there's nothing oh, wrong yeah. with being dark. Like being dark is beautiful. is beautiful. But for the longest time, I didn't yeah. want to be dark. I didn't. I didn't want to marry a, a dark-skinned woman because I was afraid my kids would be super dark, and I didn't want them to be super dark because I one, I knew mm-hmm. how people would treat them, and two, I didn't think it was beautiful. But now, like, I'm glad you know my views and everything has changed. But for the longest time, kids are telling me, "Oh my God, you're so dark, bro. You've seen me. I'm not. Oh, you look. I'm going brown. to college. If anything, what? going to college has, has shown me that there are some dark people, man. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks. Like midnight light, like purple, dark people, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah, and like that's, that's cool. Nothing and there's wrong nothing that. wrong with that. But like, growing up in this area for me was definitely traumatic for a couple years because they're like, "Oh my god, you are so dark." And like I said, there's nothing wrong with being dark. But at that time, that made me feel so insecure. You like, well, you can imagine. But a lot of people just yeah. can't even imagine. Mm-hmm. How I was just like ashamed and I, you to know, be black. It was just yeah, it, I, it I, killed I me, man. You know, this happened to me before. But you know what's one thing that's so interesting about this, you know, and it's just baffling. It, you know, it baffles me every time. But if you look throughout history, right? Let me use let me use examples of butts, mm-hmm. right? In the 1800s, right, there was a slave okay. who um who they used to um you know go around with around the country on one of those um. You know, one of those circuses, you know, the freak shows, right? And they yeah. put her on there because she had a big butt, right? So white mm-hmm. white men and women used to come and laugh at her and stuff like that. Oh, that's so gross. I, how, I don't know how she can have such a big butt and stuff like that. You know, that's gross, right? Mm-hmm. Fast forward 100 years. Fast forward 100 and, um, 150 years, right? You have a bunch of these white women, mm-hmm. right? A bunch of these, um, you know, these, but yeah, but see, let me just say a bunch of these white women, a bunch of these white men, Right. Who yearn after mm-hmm. having a big butt, right? Like, oh, I need to mm-hmm. get my butt bigger, you know, stuff like that. Also, the same thing can be said right. for the skin, right? How many yeah. times have you seen Bro. pictures of, of Kylie Kardashian, <laughs> right? Two thousand and eleven versus Kylie Kardashian mm-hmm. or Carly, uh, Kylie Jenner rather, um, two thousand twenty. Mm-hmm. She looks. There's a picture that was earlier this Bro. year. She was the same complexion as that Beyonce. Wow. Yeah. No, oh, wait, no, 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 no. It was Kylie. It was Kylie. Oh, Kylie? Kylie was wow. the same complexion as um as Beyonce. And I got tight. You know, it's one yeah. of those things where it's like, okay, mm. you know, do what you gotta do, right? But at the end of the day, don't right. deny that you that that you're you know you're like you're not assimilating to our culture. For so long, for for so right. long, you could um, you know, you could flip the switch and be like, you know what? I mean, um no, how do I explain this? For so long, it's like you guys don't want to be a part of us, you know? Yes, there's your ancestors or whatever. Right. I understand that. But for so long, white people want to mm-hmm. be so distant from black people, right? And then in the past right. 15, 20 years, they want to be like us. You know what I mean? They want to be part of the culture. They, they want to, they wanna, right. you know, they want to listen to rap music, right? They want to um, They want right. to sag their pants. You know, they want to... Right. They, 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 they want to be black, but not have the oh, repercussions think- of being black. 
They yeah. want to have all the perks. They want to they want to have the the bigger lips. Bam. They want to have the darker skin. They want to have the, that nice mm-hmm. brown. I mean, that nice bronze. Want to have the big butts. They want to they want to have all the nice. They want to have dreads. They want to have everything that's nice. One thing about, about this, being right? black. But here's the last thing. Like, here's the last show, thing I want to say about it, right. They're quiet. Uh-huh. They can sw- They can turn off the switch, right? If Kim Kardashian or Kylie right. Jenner today were you know were to be like you know what, I want to just be natural, they could stop tanning. They could, mm-hmm. you know, stop doing um, mm-hmm. the baby hairs and stuff like that. You know what I mean? They could stop doing right. all that stuff, right? And they could look white. Can we turn that off? No. Right. You know, they want to be black, but they no. don't want to be black. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, ooh, you want to be black, but you don't want to be black. You want to honey dip, in, you honey dip into the culture, you know, and... for your fame and, you know, stuff like that. But you don't want to rep the culture, especially, you know, when you're seeing the Come stuff on. where, um, you know, a black man getting killed with, his, with, um, with an officer's knee on his on his neck, right? come on, come think on. about this. Think about this. You wanna you wanna rep the rap songs, right? You wanna you know you wanna take it right. You wanna, you, you wanna say that inside of your song, tell your TikToks and shit come like on. that, right? But when push comes to shove, you wanna hide. You don't wanna post on your story. You don't wanna you don't wanna sign a petition. You don't, you don't wanna say any nothing. of that. You just wanna be all quiet. You nothing. know you wanna be quiet and watch. And you're the same niggas. Oh, excuse me, my language. You're the same people who are gonna go <laughs> vote for Trump. You know. <laughs> Oh, come on now. It my, my like I saw a tweet and it was perfect. It was like I wish white people and people and people that aren't black loved black lives as much as oh, they yeah. love black culture. And I was like that's that that's 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 all it is. If the people that love black culture so much show the same love when people are being innocently murdered and innocently killed mm-hmm. and innocently pro- prosecuted and all this other injustice if you guys show the same love then as you do when Migo shops a new song or as you do when you're trying to get them lip injections or you're trying to get them bigger butts or you're trying uh, to get those black features, mm. bro, this, this world would be such a better place. But I don't, I, I truly don't understand why they're so quiet. And the, and the funny thing is, it's not even like me and you are the first ones noticing this. You're the, the uh, no, you're the fourth person I've had a conversation about this with in three days. On my timeline, it is so yeah. quiet. Like, we're talking about it, and obviously my black friends are talking about it, and they're posting stuff all the time. But my white friends... Very few of them. Very few of that them. That love black culture so Very much, few of them. There is very... I can count on one hand how yeah. many are posting about this. Everyone yeah. else is silent. And I'm like, this is crazy. Yo. This is really crazy. And like you said, and I didn't want to take it to this extreme, but like like you said, like who what, what's a, a little cause? I don't even know. I'm trying to think. Because I didn't want to say like when um you know you guys are going to, to go march for, for uh baby you saw what I put. like that. Yeah. Things like that. I want to think of no 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 no. I didn't want to say that. I want to say like a, a smaller cause because that, that is a big deal, but I wanted to bring like here's, the magnitude of the situation one. because here's they will talk about rolls. little things. It will Oh my! No, okay. You know I'm so glad you said that. And I didn't mean to yell. I I said in one in my very first episode that I, I have to I have to release it. Um, my very first episode I said if people care that much about Black Lives as they did animals, oh. this world would be totally different. Because and I gave this analogy. So mm. so you have a dog, right? Say the dog bites you, right? The the dog no dogs know right from wrong for the most part. You teach it not yeah. to bite you. It still bites you. 
Okay? You, you, if you hit your dog, even if it bites you, oh, yeah. people are coming after you, right? So, so wait, wait, wait so I'm, I'm not even, I'm not even, I'm not even close to that. So say, say the dog bites you three times, you know, like, yo, like, you got to stop biting me. So you, you try to punish it, right? Say you put it in, you know, this is hard. Put, so it, in you crate, put yeah. it in a, in a room, a, a, a closet or something. Yeah, is it, say, say you put it in the crate for 21 hours, right? Let it go out for three hours a day. If people find out that you are treating your dog like that, oh, yeah. they're coming for your head, right? But in look the a, prison industrial complex, and I say prison industrial complex because it is an industry. If you put a black person that was wrongly committed of a crime in jail, you put them in solitary confinement. Oh, yeah, something they didn't hours even hours do. Of day for that, yeah. yeah. 23 hours of a day. Nobody bats an eye. Yeah, that's awful. Right? We don't say nothing. Quiet. Real quiet. But, oh, Lord, Lord, in heaven forbid, little Mingo, the little Chihuahua, is doing stuff they know they're not supposed to do, and you punish it. Yeah. We in trouble. I'm going to jail. But, but if an officer goes and kneels on my man George Floyd's neck, and he says he can't breathe, nobody it's says crazy. anything. It's crazy. What 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 is the difference? We treat animals with more respect. You know, and we treat you know, also beings. going off at of the same point. It's a little bit different, but going off the same point, right? I you know I posted on my story the other day. I was like, these same people are willing to go and, and you know march on Washington because you know they want to they want to take away a woman's right to remove a cluster of cells from her body, a cluster of cells. You know what I mean? Okay, yes, it's human life. The basic, oh, you learn science class, the basic unit of human life or of, of life is a cell or whatever, right? Okay, understand that, right? Mm-hmm. But you want to go remove a cluster of cells, something that can't comprehend anything, right? And you're willing to die for that, you know, pass all this legislation for it, right. you know, try to overturn Roe v. Wade and all that stuff, right? right? But you had black men mm-hmm. being killed for 420 years in this country, right? 420 years you've mm-hmm. had, or 400 years, excuse me, 400 years you've had black people um, killed in this country, right? Brought here against their will, right? Raping our men, mm-hmm. uh, raping our women and children, right? You know, taking them away from their families, stuff like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Shooting a man, shooting a man who taught mm-hmm. nothing but um, peace, you know? I'm, I'm, I'm not talking about Malcolm X's Nazi ideology, I'm talking about uh, Martin Luther King's ideology, right? Ta- shooting a man, yeah. killing a man that, you know, had nothing but peace inside of him, you know? Killing a man, killing a man who... Mm-hmm. Was just selling loose cigarettes, killing a man who, killing a man who wrote a Come who on, wrote a bad bro. check, right? Bro, bro, it wasn't I even a bad check. It, it was a, it was twenty dollars. <laughs> it was, it was a bet. It was, it was a, a, a fake twenty dollar bill, and all he did was walk out. You're t- Come like, on, oh, man. man. You know you want you want to <laughs> you you're willing to die. You know you're 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 willing to fall on your own sword. You know for a bunch of these petty small things you know like you know veganism you know um eating meat uh, hey <laughs> talk about know, it we need to stop having these talk whales and, you know in confinement at sea world in you know, all this stuff, spaces right? but you're perfectly okay with another human bil- um human being being killed and you, you know you're you know you're not going to or when we literally kneel about it, right? You're well, you're willing to change the narrative, oh right? God. What did what did oh okay? Let me, let me just get me tight now. Get me started now. What did no. Colin Kaepernick say? He said literally, 
I'm kneeling because of police brutality. And then you had the bigots. You had the people who didn't do their research. You had the racists. You had all these people starting to change the narrative and say what? Oh, he's disrespecting the military. Look, I've had family members in the military, right? I've had friends, you know, I've, I've had countless mm-hmm. friends, you know, uncles, you know, all types of stuff in the military. You know, I've also had people, um, family friends, um, family members and law enforcement in this country and all around the world. I have nothing mm-hmm. but the utmost respect for those guys who, on a day-to-day basis, put their lives down and selflessly go out there and serve our country, yeah. right? Nothing but respect for those guys, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you cannot sure. have people going and changing the narrative and saying, oh, well, I mean, he's kneeling. Oh, I, I heard what he said about police brutality, but no, he's actually disrespecting the military by doing that. You know, you, you got to respect the flag. You, you got to respect the flag, bro. You can't be doing that. You can't be doing that, right? It, Bro, it's a, cl- it's bro, a piece like, of cloth. And then it's I'm sorry, you, you can keep on. It, bro, <laughs> like we're the only country that plays our national anthem before we play every <laughs> single thing. Now, obviously, when there are big sporting events in a lot of countries, they do play it. Yeah, but for everything, we play it before we go to school. We pledge allegiance. We're the only country that worships a flag like that. And back to what you were saying about. The whole the whole Colin Kaepernick thing, bro. My dad is both. My dad's a vet mm. and he's a state trooper. So you can't even hit me with that. He's disrespecting either because I talked to him about it. And he said he don't feel offended by either. Because at the end of the day, Colin Kaepernick asked a Navy SEAL because people don't do their research. Colin Kaepernick yeah. was sent on the bench before. And then and then I think he talked to a Navy SEAL or somebody like that. He was like, hey, you know, that is a little disrespectful. You know, can you just take a kneel instead? He had a vet. Ask him and tell him. And this isn't like classified FBI information. You, if you look yeah. this up, you can find it anywhere. This was like an interview. So he changed what he did to support the troops because in no way he wanted to disrespect them. But still, people are going to push the narrative, like you said, to try and change what he's doing. And I just, I don't get it. I, I don't, I don't get it. I really don't. And then people try and say, well, he could do something else. What else is he supposed to do? He's not trying to trying to change the brutality himself. He's yeah. trying to raise awareness so that we can make so exactly. we can be the change. And and that's exactly what he did because we're talking about it. But people don't want to listen. And it's just like if you want to be racist, go ahead and be racist. But don't try and cl- and don't try and, you know, disguise it as your love oh, for America yeah. or your your love oh. for your country. And I, Don't do oh. that. Don't do that. Because I love America yeah, just than anybody else. I hate a lot of things we do, but I love America. I love the fact, and I'm so grateful for the fact that I was born here. And the one, I think this might be the last thing I, I want to talk about. When they say that, well, if you don't like it, let you leave. leave. What do you mean? Oh. I, my people built this country. What do you what mean, you leave? About? You know what I mean? People, people who you can like leave too. This country, you know? I don't give, I don't care what you say, right? Building. Oh, we, you know, we, we came over, you know, 1619, you know, or whatever it was. I think it was 1619. 1619, we came over, you know, Jamestown or Johnstown, one of the two, right? Right? Jamestown. Okay. Mm. Did you guys ever talk about the slaves you guys had? The slaves you had build the town with you guys? Did, did, did you talk about you talk the Native, Native Americans, Americans that you killed from illnesses? Also, just, you know, straight right. up killing them? Did you talk about how you enslaved some Native Americans too to help build your stuff? Then we go to, we go to on, 1700s bro. now, right? 
what happened? To, what happened in the 1700s? We have all we have all these slaves still. You know what I mean? We have all these white guys saying, you know, oh, you know, we we don't want to we don't want to be enslaved to um to and we're, we you know, we we want to build something. You know, we because we, we have the proclamation that um all men are created equal. All men equal, except for the black guys, mm-hmm. you know, and the Native Americans and whatnot, you know. But all white, everybody, everybody, everybody that is not an Anglo-Saxon white, man. white bro. make sure you have that. that that's man. what it was. Remember the women. Yeah. Well, we all yeah. <laughs> white women didn't get about you know, that. Listen, white women got the rights before we did. So they got the right. They got all the rights yeah. in what was that 19, 1920s, pretty much. Yes, they're still for those people who are gonna say yes. There's um, you know, there's wage discrepancies and stuff like that. You know, sexism and stuff like that. Yes, it's all very true, but. They've got more rights yeah, than we did. But you're protected a lot more. Yeah, and they still do. And like my my thing is, I'm, I hope to not talk about this too long. But I got a couple things I really want to get off my chest because when people back to like what I what I I just said, when people say if you don't like it, leave. That really gets on my nerves because they're like, well, things are a lot better now, so you should be grateful. And and I am. But just because I'm not being publicly lynched, just because I can vote, just because basically that's probably the only two differences. Just because I can do that, and I, I might have a greater chance at you know getting a job and being successful, I should be grateful. But at the same time, if I drive down the street in my car, like let's say I drive down the street in the car that I had before it broke down, drive down the street in the car. A young black male in a BMW is extremely oh, yeah. shady because yeah, people look at me and they say, "How in the world stole it, or did he get on dope?" So, exactly. So the likelihood of me being pulled over is so much higher, right? So back to the point of, well, you should be grateful. So I'm gonna be grateful that I can drive down the street in my car. I can be pulled over. I can be innocently murdered, and then the cop that killed me can get off free. But 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 I should be grateful, right? I should be grateful that I can go down the street, I can go to the bank, give them a bad twenty dollar bill, I say, oh, I'm sorry, I can go get another, or say, you know, say whatever happened, I could leave that establishment, still get the cops caught on me, and then be killed, or or I could go to Mandarac because we just saw what happened mm. with Amy Cooper. I can say, please please I can stand up leash. for somebody else's dog. I can say, you know, Key just put him on a leash. Which is right? the law. <laughs> but you feel threatened. And then you try to call the cops on me. Yeah. But if he didn't have that phone, he probably would have been dead. But I got to be grateful, right? Yeah. I'm not asking for a lot. I'm just asking for equality. That's all we've been asking for. Is I want the same treatment that Johnny, my neighbor, gets. And that he will always get his whole life. Not because... He's he's gonna be more successful than me. Not saying you know it's a competition, but not saying you know he's gonna do better than me. And not because he's more intelligent. Not because anything. We live in the same neighborhood. We live right next to each other. But just because of the color of his skin, he has a better likelihood of being successful and living his full life just because he's white. That's the problem. You're completely right. And that's something you're completely you right. You're completely right. Huh? You know, and and then you know and, you have these you some you have some of these white people who don't know what white privilege actually means you know we talk about white privilege and um they don't understand what white privilege actually entails you know? no 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 clue no clue and and like i i put it on my story like like a month ago because it like i follow this account called like the black detour 
and it was Candace Owens, and I don't think get it me was some other her. guy. And they were, <laughs> hey, I'm not a big Candace Owens uh, fan either, but it was her and this other guy, and they, <laughs> and they were questioning people, and they were like, "Are do you feel like you're privileged, or do you believe in in white privilege?" Or they were like, "What is white privilege?" I think. Basically, the girl that came up, she did a terrible job. But I put in the comments, and I was like, all white privileges is that you have a higher likelihood of success in life simply because you were born white. Not saying that black people can't be successful. Not saying that black people can't overcome, you know, trials. And not giving us an excuse to not overcome these trials. But white privilege is the fact that you don't have the same troubles and trials that we have simply because you're white. So meaning the your uh, percentage and likelihood of being successful is a lot higher just because you're white. Yeah. That's all it is. Now, if you want to look deeper into it, you have a higher success rate because you might not be publicly murdered. You might not be incarcerated. You might not, you might receive a better yeah. form of education just because of the way, like, you have a system that was literally built for you. That was built for your success. That's you know? all it is. And I'm not trying to make you ashamed of being white. I'm not trying to bring down white people at all. I love white people. I love yeah. all people. But when we talk about this stuff, people take that as offense. And if you take that as offense, that's because you're part of the problem. Because I'm not calling you out. I'm not calling you a bad person at all. All I'm talking about are facts. And if the facts hurt you that much, then that means you're probably contributing to these yeah. facts. So if all you have to do like we said in the beginning, is just understand where we're coming from and work with us. That's all you got to do. We're not asking you to do the most. We're not asking you to go protest and all this stuff. Just understand. But this lack of empathy and this and this this constant defense from this other side is the problem. And you know what? I lied. This is the last thing I want to talk about. And you can talk about it. You can like you know uh, segue off of this too, and then mm -hmm. I want to wrap it up. But I really want to talk about Make America Great Again. Because, because my thing is, when was America great for everybody? Because in my, in my eyes, it was never great for everybody. It's still not great for us now. It's better than what it used to be. But like I said, two days ago, a black man was just publicly murdered for a bad $20 bill. But there was a school shooter that killed 22 people and he was brought outside of his house in handcuffs and he wasn't even put on the ground. Put nicely into that cruise vehicle and took him to the precinct. It, it, this It's not the same. It was it was never great at the whole time for, for women, for black women. It's still not great for black women or black men. It was never all great for, uh, for Native Americans. It was never all great for Irish. It was never all great for everybody except for the white man. The white man. So I take offense when I hear make America great again because I'm like, which version? You're talking pre-slavery mm -hmm. or post? Before what? Before or after women could vote? Before this land? With this land before or after we stole it? Because we stole it. This isn't anti-patriotic. This is just talking facts. And I'm just like, how are you going to have a whole campaign built on making America great again when it wasn't great for everybody? It was only great for people that look like you. And it's oftentimes that the people that look like you want to push that narrative. And that's where I You're have completely right, you know. And, you know, it's, it's troubling that you have, like, not, you know, not necessarily personally, but we, ha we, 
we understand, we under, let's see, we know people who support this ideology, mm-hmm. right? It's like, right. you know, we went to we went to a school that was primarily white, and we have a bunch of these people who want to say that, say that, oh yeah, I was friends with him, but then you know they want to go and they want to go and support this man, yeah. right? You can go support, you can go support Donald <laughs> Trump for um because you know, um, I'm pro life. Okay, that's your own perspective, right? But you cannot go and support a man mm-hmm. in his in his entirety when he knowingly, knowingly uh, receives support from, and in turn has knowingly. openly, you know supported groups that are against black people and against other minorities you know mm-hmm. one of the biggest things that you know mm-hmm. is just baffling to me is that you know i know people um who want to call me their friends their friend right and that you know they support donald trump you know i'm not saying if, I, if like, we're friends mm-hmm. you know and you support donald trump you can't be friends you know or whatever like that right but i think you have these people who want to yeah. you know say oh you know we're brothers and stuff like that but you're going to support in a man who said there's good people on both sides there's a who who went mm. and killed people with a car in a crowd, right? Come on, a, a peaceful protest by Black Lives on, Matter man. and other and other um other um racial groups down there, right? And then you had you had that um mm-hmm. you had that racist group. I forget what the exact name of the group was, right? But it was openly white supremacist mm-hmm. group, and they went down to Char or what it was Charlestown or whatever. It was they went down somewhere down south, right? I so think Charlottesville. Well, Char- Charlottesville was the uh, the the name. They did. Uh, it was something. It was somewhere down south, right? It was, but anyway, it was a protest, okay. right? And they had um, it was a protest for I think it was Black Lives Matter, and then a, a group openly against Black Lives Matter decided to come and um, and congregate the same exact day, right? In response mm-hmm. to the Black Lives Matter protest, they went down there, right? Mm-hmm. And a white supremacist got his car. Right, and he drove them, mowed down and killed uh-huh. a bunch, and it killed, mangled, and maimed a bunch of these uh, Black Lives Shoot. Black Lives Matter. Um, pro- and then you had Donald, you had the President of the United States, right? President of the United States, go mm-hmm. and say on live television, right? White House briefing, and remember th- these words are always going to be in the National Archives because every president's words are you know archived, right? But you had a President of the United States in two thousand and hmm, I don't even know who's twenty eighteen. Something like that, 2017 possibly. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the president of the United States going on night on live te- um, television and saying, "I mean, they're 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 good people on both sides. They're mm. good people on both sides, right?" Instead of him, using, instead of him using that platform to denounce things, you know, to denounce sub- the racism, exactly, denounce like the, the deaths, that's you know what I mean, do. stuff like that. He do. used it to say there are good people on both sides, mm-hmm. and you know, I, I don't want to get too much more in depth about it, but. You cannot make America great again off of that ideology. Especially, yeah, you can't. You can never make America great again. It, it, great. Yeah, you're right. It was never great in the first place. It wasn't. It was never great. It was never great. And the the one beneficial yeah. thing that we can say is that you know as you know as technology continues to go forward, we're gonna have we have the opportunity to experience and you know see a lot more of these injustices, you know, and perhaps yeah. at one point, you know. The overaccumulation of these injustices captured on camera, you know, talked about, you know, on social media, um, posted on the New York Post, the New York Times, all these, you know, different um, platforms and stuff like that. Perhaps then we will be able to, you know, formulate a mass change, you know, and right. it's going to take, yeah. I, I personally, I have a timeline on it, you know, I, run on it. I think it's going to be mm-hmm. until tw- um, 2050. I think it's going to be 
take another 25, yeah. um, 20, 25, 30 years for this country to really make the necessary strides that it needs to. But yeah. if for that to happen, we need to um, start now. You know, we need to lay the groundwork now. We've been laying the groundwork for 400 years, you know, but uh -huh. we need to continue it. And now more than ever, since we can, we have technology, you know what I mean? It's like we have, we have our smartphones at our hands. We're connected, we're interconnected by our fingertips. And because of that, yep. we need to be able to utilize that and spread the message and unite as one, you know? You can't, you can't have exactly. these, you know, these black Republicans, you know, <laughs> I don't have to get some of it. <laughs> but you have, you have these people, right? Um, you have these people, you know, openly supporting their own demise. And that, that's, yeah. that's, you know, that's the basic message. You're openly supporting a man who's contributing to your own demise. And, yeah. um, that, and, you know, it's, it's, it is what it is. That's why I had no problem the other day when yeah. Joe Biden said, you know, if you, if you are, if you're black and you're struggling or whatever, you're not black. I understand that. I had no problem with that whatsoever. I, I, the only problem I had was that, you know, he was a little cavalier with, you know, how comfortable he could be around white, around black people. Way, but at the same time, the, you know, the meat of his message made perfect sense. It's like, how are you, you going to mm -hmm. consider yourself a black man and say that we're, that we're all united together going, or a black individual? United together, going through the same struggles, and then you're going to support Donald Trump, a white man who, yeah. a white man who kicked black people out of their houses, you know, um, a black, uh, uh, a man who, you know, just, just a racist individual, <laughs> yeah. and you're going to support yeah. black person. <laughs> you know, it is what it is, but but we we can uh, honestly, if you down, bro, we uh, we gotta do a part two because there's just so many more other yeah, things so many that we, we can talk about. Talk about. Yeah, but uh, I just wanted to wrap this one up. It's, it's getting a little up there in time, but uh, I just want to say thank you, bro. Honestly, this was this was great. Thanks for you know giving me your time and, and your your energy and just your your wisdom um, and point of view to to really try and make a difference and and help people understand what it's like to come from. Of course, of course. Thank you for having me on here. All right, bro. I'll uh, I'll catch you next right. time. All right. All right, man. Too, stay bro. safe. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of The Dive. And by popular request, we got Denver back on the show. What's going on, bro? How you doing? 